0: And greetings from Dresden, Germany. This is Eric Miskel from EMS Now. And of course, I'm sitting here with Dieter Weiss of Informa. Uh, we arrived in Dresden today where we visited with two EMS companies, Deltec Electronics and Sycor, uh, Sycor's local uh, office. And we'll tell you about each of those. Um, and then we can give you a little f- uh, foreshadowing of what's to be done still this week, because this, this tour is winding down, Dita,
1: Yes, they are. And uh, I'm happy uh, once a third week is over.
0: If three weeks go by and we haven't killed each other, we should do it again. So um, stay tuned. The uh, first company we went to was Tech Electronics here in uh, Dresden. As I said, this um, was a facility that was uh, founded in 1992. The current uh, CEO, Uwe Wagner, took over the company in 2017 in a management buy-in and um, has been running it ever since. Dita, why don't you tell us a little bit about Deltek?
1: Yeah, well, um, first of all, we got a lot of attention uh, today. Uh, we didn't uh, only have Uwe Wagner, the managing owner there. Uh, we had as well uh, uh, Mark Bilke, who is uh, the operations manager. We had uh, Annette Hegewald, uh, the marketing uh, person, together with her colleague uh, uh, Fanny Hermann in uh, sales. We had uh, uh, Sabine Scheuermann in lo- the logistic department. Uh, we had Michaela uh, Burmeister, uh, who is doing technology and project management. Management. We had Solveig Kumpf there as well, who is uh, the manager for Quality Manager. So uh, they were all very interested to, to meet us uh, and uh, to show their interest. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we had uh, a very interesting uh, presentation of uh, uh, Delta Electronic and what they are doing. They have two certifications. One is one, uh, 9001 and the other is 13485. Um, and they do a lot of uh, very interesting uh, um, projects um, in the majority, not just uh Manufacturing PCBs, but full uh, devices uh, in the medical industry. For example, they had a lot of uh, nice things w- for point of care uh, mm-hmm. projects and monitoring uh, uh, health monitoring systems. Uh, but despite that, they were other industrial products, which we saw. Uh, so that was quite interesting, and uh, uh, they're working in two shifts and. Uh, before we did uh, the uh, the uh, plant tour, uh, we uh, were explained uh, what they consider their uh, unique uh, selling propositions. Uh, Um, and uh, I listen always listen to that very carefully as I think that is one of the major important items for a company of that size that they do differentiate that they send out the message what they do different uh, to their competitors Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, uh, but one item was not on the list uh, here uh, Mm -hmm. which uh, I when I uh, came to the shop floor uh, was explained uh, by uh, Mark Bilke, uh, who did the uh, tour for us, uh, and that was uh, their uh, production logistics. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They are uh, using <laughs> uh, a, a pull system uh, like in Kanban, uh, where they even have fixed uh, stations uh, which are monitored by uh, sensors And if uh, all stations are full, uh, there is not going to be any more things touched Mm -hmm. until um, that station empties again. Um, And uh, that idea is a a, a typical Kanban idea. And uh, um, it has been proven so often as well. uh, I think it was invented by the Japanese. But it has been proven so often that this leads uh, in production, leads to... Uh, a much more dynamic uh, uh, process flow uh, and reduced lead times in production. So, to me, from what I saw, this was the most important uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh,
0: uh, selling, uh, unique selling proposition. And yes, I do think you're correct. I do believe Kanban is a Japanese term. Um, the uh, yeah, the, I mean their focus, and we saw that with the products that they initially showed us in their uh, in their overview, and then we saw some of uh, evidence of that in the sh- in the in the production. Was it's really they they have that development industrial engineers they they kind of work with that uh, and uh, design products or help design products. Of course, they'll only do the design for products that they will build. Um, they do seem to work with uh, startups in uh, in the area. <clears throat> they call it Silicon Saxony, uh, which I thought was was fun. Um, and and we discussed that process about working with uh, uh, with startups, the risks inherent, and how important it is to kind of vet them out, both uh, uh, look at their product to see how viable you think it is, check out the uh, the financing that they may, they have, and also uh, to check out the the management team that's involved. Uh,
1: Yes, Uh, and Uwe explained it once in a while to work with uh, many uh, startups on new projects is not only time-consuming, it uh, uh, costs money, and Mm -hmm. if uh, something uh, out of that develops into uh, production later on, Uh, then it's uh, it's lost money. So uh, that is always a risk uh, when you work with startups on the others and it's opportunities. And it requires a lot of very motivated people and I had this feeling that the people were very motivated. Mm -hmm. Uh, We looked at (coughs) the offices and there were several uh, uh, motivating signs uh, at the walls. Uh, I remember, for example, one which said KISS. Keep it uh, simple and stupid yeah. uh, was was one of the uh, impressions, uh, and that uh, is is definitely a, ni- a nice yeah. slogan. Yeah,
0: and again, most of their customers they said are are uh, <coughs> are close by, generally in Saxony, um, and they uh, they are doing both uh, quite a bit. They had that whole cable uh, assembly piece that they did there. They also had the through hole line that they were working there. So they do a variety of those uh, kind of almost full-service functions.
1: Yes, they, uh, despite the SMT line they have uh, mm-hmm. a wave soldering and a selective soldering yes. line. Uh, they do AOI 100% of uh, the product. And uh, as you said, um, uh, due to the size of uh, the company, they are working the majority uh, with customers who are uh, close by, let's say, in a proximity of about 100 kilometers. Yeah? yeah, And they work in two shifts. And Uwe, uh, since he took over this company in 2017, uh, he has done uh, a very good job uh, in regards to uh, increasing the revenues. Uh, we don't mention numbers as usual, yeah. even so I know them. Uh, but uh, the numbers are, are uh, um, quite challenging in the growth rates. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he has done a good job on that. Uh, and uh, on top of that, his uh, growth planning for this year is uh, mm-hmm. in line with what <laughs> we uh, at Informa predict uh, in Germany for the EMS industry. Um, okay. And not to forget, uh, Uwe has a lot of connections within different uh, organizations uh, over here in the area, but as well he is organized in the Netzwerk EMS EV, which is an um, um, association or an organization of smaller EMS who have joined forces in order to work together and help each other.
0: Yeah, and I believe you were instrumental in helping to uh, to kind of put that together initially, there, Dita. Um, so that is a Tech Electronics. I think it's it's an interesting company, as Dita said, as you know. I guess would be categorized as, as a small EMS here within Europe, but it shows kind of the 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 capabilities that are available uh, even at, at that level. Um, the next one we visited was the SICOR Dresden uh, facility. This is interesting. And by the way, I should say that Dita spoke more about DELTEC because m- just about the whole discussion today was conducted in German. And as I have said on this before... <coughs> My ability to, you know, speak German while uh, at least on a business level uh, is a little more stunted. So I, I understand probably, I think I got about 60% about what was said there today. And so I rely on Dita, who uh, he keeps promising me is fluent in German, uh, that, uh, that he understood it. So, but Sycor, where we went afterwards... Um, is interesting, and uh, there we met with uh, Dr. Michael Bork. He is the, uh, the uh, managing, managing director, director for, for this site, and also, interestingly, the, uh, the SICOR site that's 8 kilometers away in Radeberg, um, uh, Germany. So they, there's both of those facilities, but we specifically met at this one because this was the facility that they SICOR had acquired in April of uh, last year, um, that they acquired from SMT electronic another EMS company so dita tell us a bit about this well uh, to to give you a little bit uh, insight about
1: Cyrus's uh, 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 acquisitions, uh, uh, I have done a presentation uh, and I mentioned it in the presentation uh, over the last uh, two years. secor or Secur has acquired a total of five uh, companies uh, in in Europe and they are very aggressively uh, growing their business now, mm-hmm. but very dedicated. Um, yeah, And you remember that two years ago when we visited Alexander Hagemann, uh, the mm-hmm. CEO of Seekor uh, in Switzerland, he had a clear strategy. He said, we are focusing on market segments, industrial, medical, and airspace and defense, and everything else does not interest us. Yeah. And so all <coughs> these acquisitions were in line. And... Uh, Uh, The first acquisition in Germany, they were, uh, that was uh, uh, Radeberg Hybrid Electronic, and I think that was in 2014. And that is a a company who is uh, manufacturing uh, a lot of hybrid uh, technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are doing sick film, they are doing some SIN film as well. Uh, So all of that is in line with the approach of seco uh, to to work in the field of high tech yeah yeah and uh, now deltec uh, uh, electronic over here in in dresden the acquisition they uh, did last year uh, fits no,
0: no 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 deltec is the one no, we no, visited no, sorry, this morning. sorry uh, sorry yeah
1: electronics. Uh, 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 smt Epic. electronics they did last year uh, w- is totally in line uh, with their targets and mm-hmm. uh, uh, we saw the uh, production uh, there and uh, we saw the segments and that uh, clearly yeah.
0: fits. Yeah, I would also say that, I mean, uh, C-core, C-Core, however you... Pr- Whatever it is however it is properly pronounced, I yeah. think it's, whether you're standing in the United States or Europe, it yeah. influences that, um, has two divisions to it. the EMS division and their advanced substrates division. The EMS is the larger of the two, and it is the one that the, the facilities we've visited are associated with.
1: Uh, yes, and uh, they even have a, a PCB unit, uh, which I think right. is part of the uh, substrate uh, yep. business. Um, and on the EMS side, they have just uh, finalized, end of last year, uh, another acquisition in Thuringia, mm-hmm. uh, which is, and uh, as well in uh, Tunisia, yep. which is. Uh, uh, Phoenix Meccano Digital Electronic GmbH mm-hmm. uh, with uh, their factories in Turinia and uh, in um, in Tunisia uh, so they are growing uh, this business uh, aggressively mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, I don't want to mention too much uh, but uh, uh, we know that uh, Secor is partly owned by a private equity company mm-hmm. and those uh, uh, private equity companies normally have very clear plans, and uh, they uh, normally want those plans to, to become reality very fast.
0: Right, exactly. And uh, uh, let's talk about the facility a bit, what we saw. You know, we had a good conversation with uh, Mr. Bork, and then we we did the facility tour. I would say it's it's interesting to me that, so we saw two companies today, one, larger <laughs> one smaller yeah both ha- still have you know too much inventory and material issues so those yeah. those that issue continues to kind of plague the industry and it's always a topic that we've been talking about with people uh and you always try to put it in context for people relative to kind of what the average is and what's high for the industry
1: um yes um and uh uh, over at uh, Secor, the former SMT uh, yep. electronic, uh, we saw that as well, uh, and we saw that there is still uh, ways to improve uh, uh, the production, and we talked with mm-hmm. Michael Bork uh, about that, and he confirmed that they are now uh, investing in several areas uh, for a higher degree of automation because. Uh, they as well said well we have a problem to find uh, additional labor yes. and they even uh, give every uh, employee a bonus of a thousand euro if, uh, if an they employee can, can uh, uh, refer to someone okay. who is interested in, in joining the company. Uh, so it explains to you as well uh, mm-hmm. that there is a huge labor problem, and you can only, uh, in my opinion, solve this at the moment with a higher degree of automation. Yeah. And that's what they're doing that's now. Exactly as yeah. they have become a, a part of Secor, yeah. Th- there is a cash uh, that is required to to pursue this way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's also interesting uh, as we walked the facility. There were some really good capabilities there. They do a lot of their own test development. They're quite proud of to, that they, they will uh, establish the testing procedures for the builds that they're doing. Um, they prefer to do those themselves than to receive it from the OEMs, mm-hmm. uh, which is a theme that we've heard at other EMS as well.
1: Uh, yes, and uh, uh, we saw uh, two SMT lines over there, and uh, they had the AOI inline, which is an indicator mm-hmm. uh, that they are not manufacturing too small uh, right. quantities uh, so they are more in, in the region of medium sized uh, lot sizes interesting was f- for me they had uh, this uh, solder um, uh, uh, printing uh, oh, yeah. in, in the front followed by uh, a selective uh, <coughs> solder application unit, mm-hmm. uh, and they explain that in detail how, how the process was mm-hmm. that, uh, in specific when they are talking about smaller lot sizes, then yeah. this selective solder application uh, uh, is being used. Yeah,
0: And I think, as, as you were indicating before, um, the sectors that they focus on, they're very focused on what they do with the industrial, the medical, and the aero-defense mm-hmm. And uh, within that, it is higher mix, more complex, you know, products that they're building. So uh, they're not playing in the three C's. Uh, their their operations seem to reflect that. Um, they also, um, when we look at where the customers are, um, most of them uh, are within Europe. Uh, I think, you know, the vast majority seem to be within Europe, then Asia, and, and some coming from the USA still, but that doesn't seem to be a big market for them.
1: Uh, exactly, and uh, we just learned it from the news. They have just opened uh, a new facility in uh, Vietnam, yes. in Ho Chi Minh, City, uh, 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 adding another, uh, I think, 16,000 square meter. Mm-hmm. Uh, of uh, production space, and uh, that uh, is, a, I think, a class eight uh, clean room mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, uh, which is used for uh, medical products mm-hmm. in, in specific. And uh, from the presentation we got today, uh, in regards to their uh, market segments, they today uh, uh, fill those three before-mentioned yeah. market segments by 85% so they're really really dedicated and they don't want to to touch anything else
0: yeah. and you know along with that then the capabilities that they have in the building seem to reflect that focus and you know i think of the potting that they do there right there there's quite yeah. a bit of that which is very important within those those industries yeah
1: it's uh, potting but as well it's uh, ordinary varnishing yeah. uh, uh, so they both do both at the moment they, this is being more uh, a manual operation, mm-hmm. uh, but they clearly said uh, the quantities uh, uh, do make it necessary to automate that process and they are in the uh, process of ordering uh, the uh, equipment yep. to get this,
0: uh, get this done. Yep. Uh, yeah, he did that, mention that a few times as we walked through. You know they're, They've had this facility for about a year now and uh, that it's clearly that they're in the process of kind of changing it over there, and he dropped a few times the different types of equipment they would be buying.
1: Yeah, and the smart thing about it was they are working together with students from the University of Dresden, and uh, uh, one of the students is working at the company uh, on this project to automate this process. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they want uh, a lot of know-how, own know-how put in the uh, automation of uh, this uh, uh, process with... uh, cobots and robots uh, in order to, to solve this problem. And uh, if this project is running well and uh, the student does his uh, uh, final master uh, uh, degree
0: uh, on such a project, uh, he definitely has got a good job over there. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, and, and again, to kind of close out on uh, on, on C-Corps here, the two facilities within eight kilometers and they're not really competitive with each other. We we talked about that in the sense of, of capabilities. Yes, because Sikor uh, Ray, uh,
1: which stands from Rotherberg Hubert Electronics, they do uh, a lot of sick uh, film technology. Uh, they do uh, direct copper bonding, uh, and uh, those the products they do here. There are several markets uh, segments on this as well. For example, sick film technology is in part. Uh, uh, used normally for the automotive industry, but they are, are rejecting projects uh, for sick film technology in the automotive industry because uh, they don't consider the margins attractive enough. They are working on, on airspace and defense uh, projects uh, in sick film technology, uh, and uh, even so they have been told in the past uh, several times, well, the projects run uh, only until a certain period of time. Uh, Now the customers are coming back and they're extending uh, those projects all the time. And my personal belief is that uh, sick film technology, hybrid technology, is not on the way of of dying, uh, being a dying technology. Uh, In actual fact, especially with the... uh, uh, electrical vehicle uh, technologies, we will see uh, an upswing
0: uh, of those technologies mm-hmm. again. No, and good insight. Thank you for that. But uh, And to me, we have the one uh, general manager running both facilities, we talked about the challenges that has and how they can sh- share some resources but have to have, for example, production super – you need to have on each. I think he also said on purchasing, you have their own purchasing on site. So they're, they, while they're integrating some, they're also trying to maintain the uniqueness and the specialty that, uh, that, that these various sites – uh, brought to the to Secor when they, when they acquired them initially. So uh, I think that's good. We saw the, the map of the Secor footprint globally now is very impressive. Um, you can see that on their website. Uh, certainly encourage you to take a look there. Um, very impressive company. I think this was the third – we've done three of these trips, and we've visited
1: Oh my god, I don't know. No, how. I mean. Oh, on the Seeker. Yeah. Uh, on the Seeker, we visited now. This was the second, I
0: think. This was the second?
1: Yeah, we, we did the one in for uh, two year. years ago. Yeah, and, then and this one. And,
0: and
1: this was the second, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And with them, uh, acquiring companies Lord knows we may be visiting another one in the future somewhere so
1: yeah you you never know yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, not to forget uh, that the two companies we visited today are uh, both uh, participating in the crowdfunding of the informal work mm-hmm. uh, which is helpful for the EMS industry to understand the markets properly
0: yeah. Yes, absolutely, and uh, that's it for now. Uh, let me just say, in closing, two things. One, thank you to, uh, to the EMS Now sponsors uh, for their support, who allow, uh, allow me to come over and do these and run around with DITA for three weeks. Uh, those sponsors are, of course, CalQquote, Micronic, and Trusted Parts. Uh, the last thing I would say is we are on tomorrow to – we will see two more companies, one here in Dresden. Uh, tomorrow And then another one uh, about two hours away in Germany where we've got to drive maybe even three hours away. Yeah, so we got to drive tomorrow and then we will wrap the fun tour up Friday morning at uh, one last EMS in Germany before Dita drops me at the airport. And, uh, you know, wishes me bon voyage. So uh, it's been fun. Hopefully you guys are enjoying listening to these. Uh, Please reach out. We appreciate the support we've gotten from people along the way. And uh, stay tuned. More to come.